Welcome to Bonehead Weekly Fun Size. This is the stupidest thing to say out loud ever, and James's face is all up in my bumper. Today, we're going to do our serious, serious, our serious favorite main in Australia. So who would like to go first, gentlemen? I went I'll first go- last time. My favorite Australian film is Bar, Bar- None. His wife says he goes first all the time. <laughs> but boom, boom, boom. Um, no, uh, Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. That's my favorite Australian film. Boy, it's a damn good Australian film, man. Yeah, yeah. Hugo Weaving, Terrence Stamp. You can't go wrong with, with Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. And, you know, it, I think if I'm not mistaken, gentlemen, it came out the same summer as Tu Wong Fu. You can't watch Priscilla, Queen of the Desert and think that's a superior film. Just the performances, the musical numbers, the costumes, everything about it is fantastic. Tu Wong Fu is a very American version of it. And I mean that in a disrespectful way. I know a lot of people like Tu Wong Fu, but Priscilla, Queen of the Desert is a far superior film about drag queens. And it's a fantastic movie with a fantastic cast. Yes, you can't go wrong with Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. I can't either. That's Two my of my ass. favorites are actually not as old as that, are more recent, and I love them both, and I can't pick between the two of them. I wanted to go with Frog Dreaming, which we call The Quest here, which I've talked about, and Glenn and I went back and forth with, but I've got to say that out of all the Mad Max pictures, Fury Road is the best. I, the Road Warrior is in a poster right here on my wall next to me, if you could see it, and I love The Road Warrior, and it always have a special place in my heart, but there is... A lot of argument to be made that Fury Road may be one of the best action films ever made. Period. And, ever made. And on top of that, not only is it an action film, it is a beautifully shot action film. It's one of the best action films ever made by a guy who's 70 years old. Well, 70 years old at the time, returning 70. And almost it killed several people. Almost killed a lot of people. And there's a couple of lead actors and actresses that didn't forgive them until after they saw the movie and still have some anger issues about what all went on fury road also love a little movie that you guys did called the babadook or i should say australia did the babadook is not a horror film to me i love how you listed three and haven't gave james a time to talk to yeah i like the babadook james <laughs> all right there's bait anyway um <laughs> well, i was doing that the entire time he's talking about right i was wondering what you're doing i thought like does james have a point no i thought james no. was just wanting me to shut up no no uh well yes but no uh <laughs> I mentioned, I mentioned, but I really only mentioned two and talked about the one. I mentioned Romper Stomper previously when we did one of those, which is one of the most brutal films. So I, I definitely yes. had an impact it's much, on it. It's more brutal than American History X. But I wanted to actually bring up, and this is one that uh, I may get crapped on for this later, but that's fine. I think it's a, it's a well-shot, beautiful film uh, that got the billing of an Australian horror romance when it was released internationally. Picnic at Hanging Rock. I've read the novel. Peter Weir directed it. Uh, obviously in Australia, and it had a budget of $440,000 in Australia, uh, of which most of it came from the Australian Film Development Corporation, the South Australian Film Corporation, so heavily financed through Australian uh, film uh, startup. Drug money. Uh, Drug money. Keep going. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, literally, the movie ends much like the book. You don't know if it's a horror. You don't know if it's, you know, what happened. But the plot line basically is these girls from this all-girls school, it's kind of Victorian era, go out camp, go out for a picnic, and then four of them just disappear. Jane, uh, Chad, you know you and I rarely give the descriptions of the movie or the plot. We just assume people know it. Yep. 
but you said you've never seen I've it. I've never seen it. it. I will tell you, okay, that, Mel, you that Mel Gibson's out of popularity right now for a lot of good reasons. But Mel Gibson says that Peter Weir is one of the few, he and George Miller are one of the few geniuses he ever worked with. Basically, it had two responses. For American critics, an American critic, uh, critic Vince Gamby, who I've talked about before on our show, kind of with a rival of Ebert for a while. That's threw great, his coffee Kate. down and screamed out, this doesn't have an ending, and stormed out after it was over. The other, no, other directors said that it was haunting, which is what the book is. So if you've never seen Picnic at Hanging Rock, you should see it, Peter Weir. Yeah, he's a All fantastic right. filmmaker. Thank you so much. This has been the Fun Size Bonehead Weekly. It's just stupid to say. It's just, I don't know what else to call it, but it's just stupid. Well, I tried to go with shorts so we could sell shorts and get some marketing. Here. We couldn't sell shit. Hi, everybody. 